0: Good evening, I'm Paul D'Rienzo with these headlines. Ukraine used air-launched cruise missiles overnight to strike a large Russian warship in Crimea. The attack was confirmed by Russia's defense ministry. The attack on the ship occurred at the port of Feodosia, and the ship was damaged. It usually carries tanks and military personnel and exploded in a large blast captured on video. One person was reported killed. And Israel expanded its offensive into refugee camps near Gaza's cities over the weekend. Israeli forces have engaged in heavy fighting in North Gaza and the city of Khan Yunus, driving Palestinian refugees into ever smaller areas. At Al Shifa Hospital, WHO investigator Sean Casey described a nightmarish scene.
1: I'm back in Al Shifa, the largest hospital in Gaza for the third time this week, where it's still a case of absolute misery. With people still on the floors, it's almost impossible
0: to walk critical cases Despite U.S. calls for Israel to curb civilian casualties, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the military is deepening the fighting. Meanwhile, on Christmas Day, chanting Christmas is canceled here, protesters clashed with police in Midtown. Six were arrested for menacing an officer, graffiti, and disorderly conduct, mostly near Grand Central and Union Square.
1: Hey, that's assault! That's assault! Hey, hey, that's assault! That's assault! Stop! Stop!
0: The protest began at the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center in the afternoon. The night before, a group holding a blood soaked Madonna and child protested at St. Patrick's Cathedral during midnight mass. Today, Mayor Eric Adams' administration said there have been 483 separate protests on behalf of Gaza in New York City since October 7th, involving 161,000 people. At a press briefing, Mayor Adams was critical of a September 2023 consent order worked out between the NYPD, Attorney General Letitia James, and the Legal Aid Society, constraining cops from mass arresting peaceful protesters. I don't believe that people should be able to just take over our streets and marching on streets. I don't believe people should be able to take over, take over our bridges. I just don't believe you could run a city this complex where people could just, you know, just do whatever they want. The agreement characterizes protests at four tiers. According to the mayor, last night was a tier three protest. There's sad news for the Pacifica radio community. WBAI live host and local station board member Ralph Pointer has died a lifelong activist for the freedom of people of color in the United States. He was partner of People's Lawyer, Lynn Stewart. Appearing on this producer's MNN cable show, Let Them Talk, he defended Lynn Stewart, who had been imprisoned for her work as a defense lawyer.
1: Well, Lynn says, as long as we remember those who fought to support us, we are okay. And we have forgotten the brave brothers in the black community who were the Black Liberation Army who fought to defend the community and she reminds people and I remind people that there were not so many uh, police killings in those days because there was retribution out there. And now we have turned our back on the brothers and now it comes home to haunt us. A resident of the Lower East Side during the
0: 60s, Ralph Pointer ran a motorcycle repair shop and supported the Black Panthers, the Black Liberation Army, and the Panther 21. Sister Betty Davis is doing a two-hour special on What's Happening, the program she hosts with Ralph, from 8 to 10 p.m. Wednesday evening, that's tomorrow. Ralph Pointer was 89. In more radical political news, today marks 52 years since a group of veterans seized the Statue of Liberty to protest the war in Vietnam. They hung an upside down American flag from the statue's crown, a symbol of distress. Today was also the day the family of assassinated 19-year-old anti-war protester Allison Krauss, who was shot dead at Kent State University, filed a lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Justice demanding the release of more than 17,000 pages of FBI files on Krauss, Her father, Arthur Krauss, and an FBI informant named Terry Norman, who had infiltrated the protest milieu at Kent State. Attorney Michael Kuzma has represented a raft of political activists over the decades, including Leonard Peltier. He says Arthur Krauss was probably targeted as an outspoken advocate for his murdered daughter. They would have just monitored his activities because he was uh, involved in You know, the claims that were brought against the state of Ohio, he's very uh, outspoken and active. And Lord knows what you may turn up. The the FBI investigates people uh, now and back then for the littlest things. uh, And they, they look into all aspects of your life, so it will be interesting to see. The Kent State Massacre occurred on May 4, 1970. Four students were killed and nine wounded. Students were protesting the invasion of Cambodia by U.S. troops. Paul Durienzo, New York.